0: Welcome to the American Goat Podcast. I am your host, Philip Esparza. I'm joined right alongside my good friend here, Justin Morton. Hey, folks. We are on location, folks, in Roanoke, Texas. Now, this is something I don't believe that's ever been done. Um, normally, podcasts are done in studio, or in a bedroom, or in a back alley, who knows.
1: <laughs> All
0: right, Phil, uh, why are we doing this? Well, Justin, again, it's, uh, we're talking about different subjects. We want to sit there and tell our audience about what we're about, what we like to do. We're just two guys, two guys on any topic. And I think it's something that the people would like to hear, hopefully you guys like to hear. Um, yes. I mean, uh, you know,
1: good place to start, definitely like to see what flavors our conversation, where we come from. Why don't
0: we uh, start with you telling us a little bit about you, Phil? Perfect, perfect. Well, I'm uh, an individual that loves many, many things. I love playing sports. I love taking trips. I love sitting there and getting to know people. I'm. Uh, actually very extroverted person. Definitely um, very talkative. <laughs> yes, yes. Very talkative. Very talkative. But I'm very keen on people too. I, I like to sit there and, and, and talk about many different things. I, I, many different cultures. I, I am. When I, talk, when I tell you Justin, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of people. I love getting to know people. I love getting to know where you're from. What you know knowledge is power right it's, yeah it's certainly true phil but enough about me just <laughs> uh tell us what makes justin justin tell us about you bro let the people know about who you are all right man well you know i d-
1: definitely like to have a good time i think that's one of the reasons we started doing this i hang out um i'm a huge nerd um trying no to keep way. up with news dude no way. The biggest nerd. Literally any topic. That's all me. Um, I, tr- I try to keep up with the market news, things that are impacting us. Um, you know, at some point, I'm definitely going to talk about uh, politics or something going on like that. Um, I'd like to say, you know, some of the things that flavor me is, you know, grow up, middle class family, having a good time. Okay. Trying to enjoy ourselves, and but also having that duality between not having enough money and having enough money. I think that's probably flavor my conversation on things a little bit um right i don't know don't want to get too deep on that yet uh but i think that's probably a good place to start huge nerd definitely a big trait for me and then probably where i come from with my family is a good place to start perfect and uh you know what else about me is i really love to drink uh, i'm not an alcoholic i'll get that in front out so everybody knows <laughs> i just uh I, I like beer i like liquor um, I think it's interesting science and everything, um, but you know what the best thing is? Phil It's like after a night of drinking at two AM, going to Waterburger and getting that
0: that honey butter chicken biscuit, man. <laughs> Whataburger. Well, Justin, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's going to be our first topic for this podcast that we have. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Whataburger. Now, you know, recently in the news. It was talked about that a Chicago bank bought Yeah, They bought the rights. They said they're going to take this thing pretty much global. When I say global, across all 50 states. However much money they can make, that's as far as they're <laughs> going to go. Right, right, right. So, I mean, it's a smart idea for them because, you know, they're a bank. They go, hey, how much money can we make? Perfect idea. Because they already know that Texans are going to sit there and eat all the Waterburger that they can get. Cause oh, yeah. We miss Waterburger anytime we leave the great state of Texas, am I right? Yeah, I mean, we had, a, we had a whole conversation
1: about that. I mean, I went to school in Oklahoma. We talked about how, you know, they've got some Whataburgers there, but like going to New York or Florida or California, it's just, you get there and you decide that 2 a.m., you know, you're out of the bar you're going to go drink. You're just like, I want to go get Whataburger, and it's just, <laughs> there's no options. You don't have the option to go get Whataburger.
0: None none there's no options I mean and, and, and that's the crazy part you know so I mean obviously Justin you know a big topic you know with with people whether it's on my Twitter feed or on my Facebook it's that Texans are very upset by this idea they do not want Whataburger to be taken on a on a national level and uh, I, honestly honestly I don't I don't have a problem with that now I know what you're gonna say oh it'll be watered down. It won't be the water burger that we know. It's going to get pretty corporate,
1: man. I mean, there's it's a bank, like we just said. They're trying to make money, so if they're going to cut the corners or whatever, so that they can make it public and people, it's, gonna, it's the same thing. Uh, in and out from uh, California, right? The same kind of thing. Like people from California said they had In and Out there, and they come to Texas and have it here. They say it's different; it's not as good. I, I think the same kind of thing could happen just because they want to make money and they're going to cut the corners. Doesn't matter what they say. They made that Twitter post about them not changing anything. Right, right. So I mean, it's kind of up to hands. I'm, I'm 50-50 on either side, but I still do lean towards the negative. Because so I'm kind of a pessimist, so I think I'm a little concerned. about they're going to be honest,
0: you know, and, and I understand that concern. I really do. It's, uh, I mean, Waterburger is a Texas product that that we hold near and dear, just like Bucky's. <laughs> we love Bucky's. Uh, we're not going to get into that, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things here in Texas that we really love. We really love to hold on to. Whataburger is correct. We love to go there. It is a Texas tradition. It is a Texas tradition that dates back, I mean, you know, even when I was a kid, going to Whataburger was just, I mean, I didn't want to go anywhere else. It was Whataburger or bust. That's how it was as a kid. And that's the thing, you know, I, I think with a lot of people here in Texas, they. It's, it's almost like if we gave up football or if we gave up you Know Sunday church or something. I mean, that's how sacred Whataburger is for us here in Texas in the great the, state.
1: The Church of Whataburger, amen. <laughs> <laughs> as, as the Whataburger, we go by our day. Um, no, I mean, I can see like the like, I'm you know, on that side of f- fearing that the change is gonna happen. I mean, it's, it's it is fast food, and we do, in all honesty, probably shouldn't take it quite so seriously, but. <laughs> Come on, I mean it's it's whataburger that this big bank bought them out, like I said, they're gonna go somewhere else. Like what's gonna to happen to I mean part of their big marketing thing is their stuff with being in Texas, like then being like you're saying, like the tradition in Texas stuff. Like I know literally everybody I know steals their little orange tent numbers, like that's a thing, like people's that
0: that's like a... I wouldn't write a thing ad, about that. That's a...
1: Of course you won. That's a it's rite a, of passage, like,
0: for, like, going to whatever and stealing those numbers. We what are not... I repeat, we are not saying you should steal the from Waterburger, folks. Definitely but not a thing we, that you should do. No, you should not do that. Stealing is bad. This is a very positive podcast.
1: You're supposed to be better than us. That's that's the message we want. You're supposed to be
0: better than us. I'm... I'm... I'm, I'm Again, I haven't stolen... I'm going to say it right now. I haven't stolen any tents from Whataburger. I'm just being honest, open. Do I know some people that probably forgot? Yes. But I've never done that either. Was, well, there you go then. Oh, so see, folks? I don't even know how we got on that contingent, Justin. But no. that's okay.
1: That's okay. That's okay. So, no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's the little things. Like, I have memories going to go, like, eat and stuff with my friends. And, like, having those, like, things where people are like, dude, should we steal the numbers? Or, like... <laughs> we we're talking Denver. about talking about Texas and big things that we won't let go. You know, you're talking about football. High school football is a huge thing here. Right. Like, super big. Where does right. everybody go after a high school football game? Whataburger. No joke, man. Like, waiting in the drive thru for an hour and a half, going inside, waiting for two hours. And it's the teams that play, that everybody goes to Whataburger. They're it- all on the
0: same plate. It's a, it's a whole culture. I totally agree, bro. And you know that's the thing too is that if I want jalapenos on my water burger, no lie. If I leave the state, and I've been to many other states, and I've made, and, and this is my fault, folks. Just being honest, I've made the mistake. Low lie. So I got to tell you a story. Okay, I got to tell you a story. I was in Orlando Airport. I walked up to a Burger King. Okay, no lie, no offense to Burger King, but. I walked up to the counter in the airport. This is totally my fault. Again, I accept it. I accept it for what it is. But I asked them, I said, hey, can I get a uh, jalapeno cheeseburger? And and they looked at me like I was the craziest guy on the planet. They were like, who is this guy? Like, wait, what? You want what on what? I said, yeah, jalapeno cheeseburger, bacon. I was like, yeah, can I get all that? And they looked at me, they go, yeah, we don't serve that here. And I go, what do you mean? Like, what? What are you talking about? Like, what is this? I was like, no, no, no. It's jalapenos. Or some people might say jalapenos. Jalapenos. Oh, my gosh. We're not going to go there. (laughs) No, no. I get upset. I get upset. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, that's how much I missed being in Texas. Because going to Water Burger, you just go in, you say, "Hey, I need jalapeno," and they just bam, bam. I mean, it's just done. It's done.
1: They don't, they don't have jalapenos on their burgers in Florida, I guess. Is that the? No, you have to go to a grocery store. You have to go to a grocery store you want, and get They, your they own. looked at
0: me like, "Like, go to a store, <laughs> go get your jalapenos, and put it on the burger." Your darn self. I'm just being real. I oh, mean, man. And, and, and that's what I loved about, you know. That's what I love about Whataburger. And, and 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 I understand why everyone's so upset about it. I get it, folks. I get it. But look, at the end of the day, look at it this way: if you travel, and you're in, let's say, New York, you get to go to a Waterburger. If Whataburger, you're in Chicago, do that. Get
1: that patty melt. Get that to, patty
0: melt. Now, mm. you you would tell me feel. The burger won't be the same. It probably won't be. But we're not talking talking about that right now, Justin. We're not talking about that right now. That is literally (laughs) what we're talking about. The
1: burger couldn't... The burger is not going to be the same. It's supposed to be like, what? 100% Angus beef is what they advertise or
0: whatever? Like, come on. Like, what? New It'll York is going to get 100% Angus beef. It'll be yeah. Beef. They get the bang- Angus beef from from the great state of Texas. The great state of Texas. to the ship all the way, way New York. Hey, I don't know where We're they get. We ship it everybody. from here. Hey, Okay. So, but here's the thing. I also heard that that they are keeping the headquarters here in Texas. Well, that's probably a good idea. There'd be a riot. Oh, that's a. That's a, <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely right. It's like blasphemy. It's got to stay here. I mean, come on. I mean, you got to keep it here. I mean, what are you going to do? No offense to the north but you're not moving something from the south it'd be like something you would move from the north down to the south it's probably true and expect it to be the same See, so, yeah it goes both ways like it like having work. a philly
1: cheesesteak here isn't the same as having philly cheesesteak in philly
0: i'm good with that you can have it uh, I don't know. uh you can have that okay you
1: i'll <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll
0: keep my philly cheesesteak <laughs> in philly you can have that one here keep it in philly You know, Justin, you know, waterburger is, is, is definitely a hot topic, and, and, and that's what's, you know, it's a, it's a good topic. But, you know, I, I honestly, I, I have a question for you, sir. Mm-hmm. This, the question is going to be, you know, going right into our next topic, it's millennial thinking. Okay, you've you got to help me understand something. You know, what goes into the thinking of this generation in terms of jobs, in terms of life? What's important to you guys? What's it- Important to you know, again, just the overall thinking. Yeah, I've I gotcha. I mean, definitely
1: gonna have some opinions on this one, considering I am millennial. Um, <laughs> and we do get a bad rap. I'm gonna go with that. Well, we definitely do. I think that there's this sense of entitlement that people see from people my age.
0: Right. You right, know, right.
1: definitely experience that. We're asking for things we don't deserve, or people don't think we work for them. Um, you know, you mentioned kind of the change in thinking from us from older generations. I think the big switch that we had was, it used to be about, like, societal perception and doing what you needed to do so that you had a good life, but it was also viewed well by society. Right. And I think now, like, you can see this anywhere, news, politics, movies, entertainment, anything you could possibly think of. There's been this switch from that, like, societal perception and trying to make yourself healthy to just, the, like, I'm going to do what I want to do to make me. Okay, okay. So definitely, I mean, that's a that's a big switch. That the, that cultural shift impacts, of course, everything in our lives. And, you know, it kind of gets better. Like, things keep more progressive as ages go by, different people. Um, you know, I'd say definitely one big thing is I had an experience where I had an interview. And one of the first things I said is, like, you know, how's the work culture in this place? And, like, the interviewer had to pause. Like, that's not a question that, like, that's that's a younger person thing to ask you know, if you went into an interview a while ago, most of the time people would say, like, how much overtime can I work? How much am I going to get paid? Right, What are yes. like? Those kind of things. Like, and, you know, we still ask those questions. Well, I, I personally ask them. Much, you know, As you should. Yeah, definitely Absolutely. an important thing. Ask, ask about benefits if you guys are getting a new job. <laughs> um, right. But, um, you know, just that shift of, yes, I'm there to work. And I'm going to do the work. Like, I know I'm going to. That's, like, I can learn to do anything if I need to. But... It's not just the work, because I need to be able to get up in the morning and go to work without it being a struggle, you know? Right. Like, I need to be around people that I enjoy being around. I need the, like, corporate influence to not be so oppressive that it's like I wake up in the morning and I'm like, man, my job is awful. I really can't get there. I'm going to call it sick. Right. Cause you, I mean, everybody has those days where you're to do that, but it's that, that switch of I don't mind being there because the guy that's next me at work is a nice guy. I like talking to him we can do our job and we're not being pressed down upon like there's still that aspect of a company trying to make money but it's still like you know we're still able to do our own thing and push our ways so that we can meet that goal that we have set with ourselves
0: okay okay so i
1: it's you know it's that shift in millennial thinking from how much am i working how much money am i going to make to am i going to be happy doing this
0: i got you i got you yeah I understand. You know, and that's the the other thing, too. You know, honestly, I'll be honest. There's a side of me that when it comes to millennials and when it comes to their thinking, one thing that I have noticed is that they don't have that old school way of thinking. Like, I can honestly see in in various different uh, Fortune 500 companies we're millennials that are actually in, I don't want to say just control, but they are, they're at the top, they're making changes, so no longer, it's, it's more about telecommuting, it's more about, you know, hey, you can work at home, you don't have to be up in the office, you know, um, they, they, they have a very different view, you know, they're more open to the fact that, you know, as long as you come in and do your job, I don't care if you're doing it from the house you don't necessarily have to be in the office if it's a job that you don't have to be in the office to do. Yeah, you know I, mean? I
1: mean, it's the, the change in technology and yes. like we said, the culture. It's you know, it, it's good for the company in some situations. Somebody's telecommuting; you don't have to worry about having an office for that person. I mean, it's the it's that the balance between the fact that the older generation is moving out just because people retire and things like that, and the younger generation's moving in. And that kind of like you talk about working from home stuff—that's a better work like, like, because if I'm at home, that means like I can have a dog, and I don't feel bad about leaving my dog locked up in a cage all day if that's what right. you do, or stuck yeah. outside, or whatever, you know? Right? You—it's the—it's the little things that are gonna matter, you know, going forward. And that's the way what it is with everything: is little things matter. So us as millennials, like getting that power, like, yeah, I would love to work from home. Like that would be great because you know I'm gonna do extra work because. I'm gonna be at home, like if they offer overtime. I don't have to drive 45 minutes to commute to get to work. Right, you I just can roll wake out of up the bed. Yeah,
0: you just roll out of bed, roll out of the bed, and like, work. In your boxers or your briefs, you roll to your computer, you sit there, you log in, you do your job, you're working, okay, great. And you know, and that's one thing I, I haven't really understood about some of these companies. They're so hung up on the employee being in the office. Now I understand they're paying for space, they're paying for you to be there but you you know if you sit there and I don't have the statistics in front of me so again I'm not gonna you know I can't say a whole lot about it but from what I've heard I've heard okay is that you can sit there man and and you you can you can if you're a disciplined individual you can work from home do a great job you're cutting out an hour, an hour and a half, depending on what city you're in, right? Again, you know, we live in the great state of Texas. We're in the North Texas area. Yeah, but you get on 35. Like, oh. I had my
1: work skiff schedule, so I get to work early in the morning, so I'm not stuck in track. It oh. It's horrible. It should take me 30 minutes to get to work. Even leaving my house at 6 a.m., I can still have 40, 50 minutes in work. Like, I mean, that's just... Yeah, I think the big thing that's happening is it's that shift, like you said, from the older way of thinking is this is the way things have been done and that's why we do them this way to that push to say, hey, why can't people work from home? Right, 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 right. It's better for the company. It's better for us. I mean, it's going to be, I feel like I see this trend in company management stuff that there's these waves where somebody has an idea, they switch to that idea, they switch back to another idea and then they go back to the original idea. So like, it's just... The progression of things moving forward is them trying to find the best strategy that saves them money, and also now, which is more important, is improving that quality of life. Anymore.
0: You know, and it's great that you mentioned quality of life, so you know, you know, and, and that's the thing, man. You know, and for, for those out there, it, it, honestly, I've heard everything. You know, I'm a there, there's a new thing because look, I'm considered a zenial, okay, a zenial which is what is that <laughs> dude I, are, you gener- I, wait, are you generation
1: Z but you're removing is that a, is that a thing as generation so Z this a is the, the definition is is of a Zenial.
0: okay, okay just just me. a little bit let go me ahead. add a little bit to this so man, I going, go oh yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly I'm older than, than dirt you know I saw the di- <laughs> I saw dinosaurs when they used to roam around and no I'm not gonna tell you guys how old I am you'll figure that all out later on <laughs> I'll definitely predate some stuff so here's some stuff i so a zennial is someone that was a Gene Xer, but they were born kind of in the millennial side. But there's like a four-year. So there's that, that weird. There's gap. that forward There's that ward, it's, it's it's a weird four-year gap. So they're like, so for four years, if you were born between certain years, you're considered a zennial. Look, folks, I, I don't know what to tell you. I believe, and I'm going to tell you, Justin, I'm going to tell you, bro, Here's this is what's up. I believe in hard work. I believe hard work does pay off, okay? At the same time, I do believe also that, you know what, there are better ways of doing things than me just busting my butt 24-7. You can do things. You can have things in life. You You, you can go and take trips wherever you want to go but you don't need to be just bogged down all the time. I think this is a part of me that, that, that really relates to millennials in this sense, because I believe that, you know, there's a lot of millennials I believe out there that they don't have that, you know, the old world way, let me, let me stop. The old world way was, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get a job, I'm gonna work there for 50 years, I'm gonna sit there, I'm gonna have a family, I'm gonna have 10 kids, And then I'm going to sit there, and then I'm going to, you know, pass away, and that's it. My kids get all my stuff and keep it going. From what I've seen from millennials, from my point of view, is that they go, you know what? Yeah, I want to make my money. I want to do all this stuff, but I'm not necessarily wanting to get into a mortgage. I'm not wanting to sit there and just go buy a big house and, ah, look at me, people. Look at me, this and that. mm,
1: So it's not necessarily like that, that societal
0: perception, Correct. like I said, so like we're not so This is in where that. I believe I, I really relate to millennials on this level, is that I totally agree. Go out there. If you graduate college, if you go out there and enjoy the world, go backpacking through Europe. Hell yeah. By the way, everybody, I leave in a week and a half to go backpack <laughs> Europe.
1: That's why it says that. It's very exciting. <laughs> um, but, no, like, I mean, that's that's the thing is that shift of that, of that societal view of importance the way that we view it is we're becoming more individualized which in itself is providing a culture to those people is that like as you individualize yourself you're finding those people because we're more outspoken about things and shifting over and I know you mentioned um like working in a place for 50 years right is the way that which I'm not even going to get into the way that future generations have ruined things for our generation slash my generation future podcast future future podcast um there's this thing is that I have arguments with my dad about this all the time. He's a business person. People that are in the millennial generation can't work at a place for 50 years.
0: It's I not, totally agree.
1: It's not a thing anymore because if you work at a place for 50 years, they're never going to increase your salary the way they're supposed to. So right, like cost of living adjustments, like adjusting for inflation, just even getting the increasing your raise based on experience. Right, like that's very difficult to do. Like now it's like you work at a place for two years. They start you at the base salary. If you're lucky, you'll get an increase, and then you move somewhere else, and they'll pay you more because you have that experience. But you can't get it from your own company. Agreed. And it's the, and that's the thing is it's difficult because they would much rather pay somebody that they can train and pay for that training a cheaper rate than having somebody. say, no it's not blanket statement because blanket statements never work. Like we're talking about millennials. Like right. there's the entire like it's all blanket statements are dangerous. But in general, in my opinion, I think it's that it's. Popping around as you get more experience is the only way for us to make more money.
0: You're, 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 you're very right. You're very right, uh, bro, because I'll be honest. And everybody out there that's listening to this podcast right now, you would have to say, you no, know, tell us that we're wrong. You've done the same thing. Yeah, no, definitely.
1: Like, it's If somebody disagrees with us, tell us. Cause it's about like guys talking about any topic. We want your opinions so that our... World is not just colored by us. Like we want to be influenced and educated by other people if we have the option to. So if you have any information to give us, please do.
0: Sorry to interrupt you, Phil. You you go ahead with what you're saying. About- <laughs> no, bro. I mean, uh, again, this is this is why we sit there, and this is why we brought this bo- podcast to everybody out here, bros. That you know, we talk about anything, right? This was this was a great. uh a great topic that I, I've always wanted to ask someone on a millennial perspective because I want to get your take. I've always, I'm always fascinated by what, and you're right, and I'm not going to touch on the generations you said that have mess it up for us because, you know what, I can say the same exact thing. <laughs> That's the way it always goes. It's it okay. does, it does, you know, but at some point you, you do want to see a generation say, you know what, this is what was left for us, it's not our fault. It's positive, right? Like that's the point. So you want to make a change. That's why right. We're doing this. Make a change. Make a change, but make a positive change. Don't make change to be just change in itself. Yeah. You know, you, you want to be positive, and so I, I do. Um, you know, and just very briefly, bro, tell, you know. So I know you've touched on on a lot of like business side of millennials and what they. They see, yeah, going through, like yeah, right. Like what that. they go through, you know. Um, take me a little bit, bro. And this is from my understanding, and maybe this is a lot for a lot of our listeners out there, you know, just their 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 understanding as well. I mean, you could be a millennial; you probably have a lot of stuff to say, and that's great. We want to hear it. We'll get to that all in a second. So, I want to know like your way of life, like like what is very very important to you. Outside of business. Yeah, okay.
1: So, like, you know, I said, like, kind of went off on the tangent on business. There is, it's about, like, culture and enjoying ourselves. I think that's, like, been the big shift is that I have my hobbies and things that I want to do. And that's one I'm, like, you know, making the blurbs, like, I'm going to Europe. Like, I'm doing that because right now is one of the only chances in my life I'm ever going to be in the situation where I can go, I'm going to go to Europe for two weeks and I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> it's like that's the kind of thing people want to do like you know we have all these influences from social media and news and stuff about like where you should be and comparing yourself to other people there's all this information that other people are like oh i'm here i'm here i'm here we want to be happy with ourselves and we want to like live our lives so we want to do it like taking care of ourselves and things is important some people don't. Some people do. It's it's about us in the way that we feel it. Like. So it's shifting that perspective again from societal expectations to individual expectations. Gotcha. I'm happy with where I'm at and what I want to do. Like, right, right. I'm trying right. to think of a uh, something that's changed drastically since like older times. I'd go with uh, like maybe like the way bars are set up now. The way that they've shifted from like. I think just, I don't know if this is exactly accurate, but like the older fashion bars where it's quieter Mm -hmm. and like people sit down they like wear suits when they go out and they be classy and stuff like that. Now it's kind of shifted more like that. Like party atmosphere, like you're there to have fun, you know, like clubbing style things. I feel like that's become more prominent. Okay, okay. You you see
0: what I'm saying? I think there's that shift of like, hey, we just want to have a good time. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, I mean, Okay. I can understand that. I can understand necessarily
1: that. like, you know, like go somewhere and do a dance. It's like, I cannot dance for a lick. I'm a terrible
0: dancer. <laughs> well, you know, when you get a
1: couple in it, everybody goes out and acts a fool. Like, that's, that's what you do is you're just there to have fun. Like, you're not concerned about how professional you look. Like, I don't need to button up my tie. Oh, I got
0: to look good, bro.
1: Oh, I mean, I got to look good, too. I got to look good, But I'm not wearing a full suit. I'm not wearing a
0: full suit. If I'm going gonna gonna to go, go, go club, full like, suit, bro. I will not. I'm, I'm going to go full suit. It's way too hot and uncomfortable. It does get hot here in the great state. That is no lie. That is in no lie. just referring
1: to Texas the great state.
0: <laughs> Jesus. I don't know.
1: But I just, I think that big shift is switching from, again, societal expectation to individual expectation. Gotcha. like, where I'm
0: at, I'm happy with, and that's all that matters. So the next question then, for that, as, as being a millennial, What do you think the next generation brings? Like, the younger generation? yeah. Like it's a good question. It's, like, even
1: now, like, people call me an old man, <laughs> like a grandpa. and So, um, like, I mean, I, I'm like, you see man. kids and stuff, like, again, probably experience things when you feel like we addressed, like, millennial entitlement. Like, it's the same kind of thing from younger kids, right? Right. Um... I think, like again, you know, as generations move forward, there's more progressive in things. Opinions change, like action is taken on the way that things are done. Excuse me. Um, the next generation—that's a really good question. Um, I think things like, like universal income. I think that's going to be a bigger press. So, like something that, like hey, our government makes this amount of money, everybody gets to survive and live. What you do as a individual might change your situation, but it's, again, like, you know, that's a style change from individual to there. and again, I think there's cycles, so I think it's going to switch over to, like, becoming more individualized and, you know, people concerned about socialism, et cetera, et cetera, but... It's probably going to go back the other direction. It's going to swing from this individualized back to a community approach. Like I said, interesting, because the more individualized that we're getting, as we start to relate to people that are open about their individual like personality and things, so right, like, right, we are going to form these communities, and those communities themselves are going to kind of start to swing back to the social. I think it's probably going to be another couple generations or not social as the group experience. I think it's. Gonna I can see that. Yeah, I think I it's going to swing that. back the other direction. Is because right. right now there's this big. Movement for all of us being our own and accepting everybody. And I don't think that's going to change. I think we're going to continue to like, see that positive influence where people are going to push, which, you know, negative words normally speak louder, but I think as a generation's go forward, I think it's going to be that positive push to be gotcha. accepting and progressive and kind of let people do their own thing. And I think it's going to go from, because of that, it's going to be pushing towards the individualism. But at some point, that individualism, that push to be accepting of everything is going to swing back to societal expectation of uh, let people do their own thing so I think the next generation and the one after them is going to be more of that focus on being together and having a positive impact on the world So I think even now we're still shifting towards that as, as communities grow and things like we're here to make a change and that's what makes us happy because I don't know how you are but like I want to have an impact on this world if I were to die today
0: oh yeah me too I want to have an impact on me, me too. I, I definitely want to have an impact. I do. Um, I believe in that. I believe that you should. Now, you know, talking about, you know, and, and I'm not going to go too deep into this, and we'll get into this maybe in a little later podcast. I believe leaving a legacy is not about having a statue outside wherever. It could be a no, library, a museum, whatever. I believe a legacy is, is left. With individuals whom you touch on a more personal basis, and it's something that after I'm long and gone, and someone will sit there and be like, "I remember Phil," or "I remember Justin," and I remember they said something to me that really changed my life. Yeah, and if they can pass that information on, like, what do they say that you have two
1: deaths—you die physically, and then when the last person forgets,
0: there you go. There you go. Very well said, sir. Very well said. I I believe that that's. That's what's going to, you know, going future-wise, uh, other people. It tells people, you know, about who you are. You're, so your story is still being told when you're long and gone. Yeah,
1: that's, that's the second death, is and that, that you want that to continue. Like, exactly. even if your name is in a textbook somewhere, or it's exactly. just personal stories about this one time my great-uncle Phil did this. <laughs> like when I talk about my great great grandpa that used to have a beer and an egg for breakfast every morning. He's not dead yet because
0: we talk about how ridiculous that is. Right. You know it doesn't matter how ridiculous something may be or profound, you know, I, I know I see myself, you know, you know, I go back to what I talked about earlier in our podcast was, you know, I play a lot of sports, I love to get out, love to meet people. Well there's a lot of guys, you know, that I'm able to that go to my gym, a younger generation that I can relate to. And it's funny because they really want to know what I know. They they're really engaged. They're not just like, oh, is this this old guy. This old guy thinks he knows, blah blah blah. A positive change and having that
1: understanding of the differences between the two right. different change. Like they don't brush you off or whatever. They'd say, hey he
0: has something that he knows that I probably don't. Correct, correct. And you can. You I've always believed that you can take information whether again you're a certain age being younger or a certain age being older you can take and say how does that relate to my life or my circumstances right now i believe that if you sit there and you close yourself off you really limit yourself to what you can really learn what you can teach to other people i mean we just we just seem to be you know in that culture right now to where, you know, and I'm getting on a tangent right now, so people, I apologize. I'm just saying that you, you can get on a level with other people that everyone thinks one way and one way only.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's... that's
0: it, and that's period. I don't care if you're a millennial, you're just some um, young, no, dumb person, you don't know anything. Yeah. I mean, me, I take it different. I want to learn why, and I'll tell you why. I love learning from other people from from the younger generations before me, I also learn from the older generations, and I take both things that I've learned from different generations, and I go, how does that relate to right now to me? It's it's about collecting those experiences
1: and determining like what is good for you and. How that impacts your life right, saying I
0: think right, 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 like again,
1: right. we're talking about being positive as a podcast and everything. It's that it's not, never have a firm, like object reasoning on stuff. Like Correct. you're allowed to have that if you have fact and support. Yes. But always try to understand the other side. There's
0: Absolutely never a situation agree. when you cannot do that. It's like
1: older person, younger
0: person, there's never it's like, how do they see it? That's right. always a good way to
1: approach life in general. I totally agree with you that. You want
0: to try. Totally agree with that, bro. You, you got to sit there and do that. You got to sit there and and that's just that's just with anyone, you know. I mean, I think if that's one thing I had to tell people out in the world, would be like, hey, we can all learn from one another. Whether you're old or young, everyone has something to bring to the table. Whether you think right now I can use it or not, I'm gonna tell you something. You're gonna use what you hear from somebody later on down the road. It might be to avoid a situation. It might be there to sit there. It, it's a business decision to make, you know, but you can learn that. It's, it's all about the experience, man. Right? And I think that's a great thing. <laughs> well, Justin, that uh, brings us to the end, bro, of our very first podcast. Um, man, uh, definitely excited, bro. Definitely very happy, man, to sit there and sit down, bro, and, and introduce the world to, to just two guys. To any, guys, topic. any topic. Any topic. Man. It's the American to- Goat. American Goat. What does it mean? We'll let the, we'll let the viewers find out what that means. But uh, you can follow us at Philip at 72699. That's on Twitter. Or at uh, Justin at Justin Mentality. And guys, we can carry on the conversations from there. Um, we want to just thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, any topics you guys want us to discuss, we will. And, um, yeah, I'm just stay,
1: stay engaged with us. If you guys want to talk, that's kind of the reason. Um, don't forget to world, don't forget to leave the world a better place. And, uh, you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye guys. See ya.